Are you working for a leader that will arrest you, throw you in prison for following your policy and following your training? Now, before you say absolutely not, you may want to hear what I have to say today. Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates, where leaders find the insights, advice, and encouragement they need to lead courageously. Welcome back to the show. I'm so honored that you're spending a few minutes with me here today. And I hope I got your attention with that opening statement because this one took me a while to kind of put together in my head. If you haven't listened to our interview with Liz Collin, uh, the filmmaker from the fall of Minneapolis a few weeks ago, you need to go back and listen to that. Not only do you need to listen to that, you need to watch the documentary. In the show notes, we'll show you where to watch that. It is amazing what that documentary revealed. Now, I think a lot of people thought there were some strange things that had occurred, some information we weren't told already, but that documentary puts it together in a way that is going to really trouble you. Uh, it should be troubling to you because you should care about this. And I have a little bit of a different take on this than a lot of people. Because, yes, it should concern all of us. There are four innocent cops thrown up to the wolves of political whatever is going on in jail. You know, that, so that literally what they did that day is they followed policy and followed training. That's what the documentary really lines out. And if you'd been paying attention, you'd already known that, right? That was documented in, in a handful of media outlets between three years ago and today. And it's pretty troubling because I talked to cops all over the country about this. And when I talked to them about, hey, this is what the policy said, this is what the training said, and they followed it to a T. In fact, the MRT, which the documentary goes into, that, that, that policy, the maximal restraint technique, it takes three officers to do that technique you see all three officers doing it textbook, right? And when you look at the training PowerPoint, it's completely textbook. So it should really bother every police officer in America that four cops went to work that day, followed policy, and followed training, and look where they are today. Look what has happened to their lives. Look what's happened to the lives of their families. And I'm really amazed that not a lot of people understand that. Uh, you know, just I was training a couple weeks ago and I mentioned this briefly in class and somebody goes, well, yeah, but, you know, usually that yeah, but is followed, but it didn't look good or, or he should have got off of him here. Or he should have done this. He should have done that. I said, you're not understanding this, man. There's no yeah, buts. If you go to work today and you follow policy and you follow training, there is no yeah, buts to that. There can't be folks. We can't police in America. If you could go to prison for following policy and following training. And I think we're letting the media narrative and the kind of the political correctness of our time get in the way of this. This this every police officer in America should be outraged. And I'm not seeing the outrage. And that's kind of scary to me, to be honest with you, because if we do not fight back against this, this will happen again. There's no secret why Ferguson was 2016. Uh, Floyd was 2020, 2024 is coming up. I mean, let's not be silly here. It may not be at the level of what we saw in 2020, but it's going to continue to happen. In fact, there's been a handful of officers just recently that's been arrested for doing the same thing. They're probably not going to get convicted, but 
we've documented that here. So this is troubling. And it, and the take that I have here is really going to be harsh on police leaders. Because quite frankly, for the most part, we really messed this up. There wasn't there there were thousands thousands of people in policing and organizations that made statements following the George Floyd incident. Uh, I'm going to read you a couple of them. This is from the Major City Chiefs Association. This was on June 4th, 2020, so about a week after it happened. I'll just read you the first line. The death of George Floyd was, by any measure, of professional policing, unnecessary, avoidable, and criminal. The ICP, I'll read you part of this one. It's a little bit more tamer. It was actually, it came out about three days after. No single incident should define any agency or the profession. As police leaders, we must be willing to question and denounce actions that are wrong. So to continue to build trust within our communities, and it goes on. And then police chiefs and sheriffs across the country. Uh, here's one. I mean, there's, there's so many of them. I don't, there's not enough time in a year to tell you about them. I'm just going to read one of them uh, to the residents of Lawrence. And this guy actually put his picture next to George Floyd. I, f- I feel compelled to say something. I could not stand by and let the incident in Minnesota go by without stating how disappointing and disgusted I am after watching the video footage of the incident in Minnesota. I was shocked and outraged. My heart sank. He go- it goes on and on. What you see here, and folks, when this happened in real time, I called it out. I said, what are we doing? Yeah, the video looks terrible, but we're doing the very thing that we don't like people to do to us, right? It's a viral video. And when I saw the video, I go, man, I don't like what I see, but there's an entire encounter that occurred before this. There's policy and training that agency's following. There's an autopsy that's going to tell us what sort of drugs are in a system. We kind of need to know all the information. In fact, you know, I sort of, I want to give a little grace to some of these chiefs that had to run out and speak about an incident that happened hundreds or thousands of miles away from their own department, which you don't need to, by the way. It's kind of silly. There's school teachers that get arrested on a weekly basis for raping kids. You don't see every superintendent making statements about this, right? So, but we felt like we had to. And it was, to me, it was very odd how, how, you know, out of the box this was, how we were all making these comments. But I was asked about, Three or four days after this, I was on a uh, radio show and the guy just asked me, he goes, Hey, have you seen this video? What do you think? And I said, and this is about everyone else here has obviously commented a lot of people. And I said, you know, look, I don't know what I'm watching. I don't, I don't understand that. That's not something that I'm trained in or that my agency does. It doesn't look right to me. It's obviously a tragedy, but I really can't comment till I have more information. I mean, there's a lot more information needs to come out for us to make a comment. And man, I got to tell you, the radio guy was fine with it. We went on with the interview, but then the next day, the papers and the media went completely nuts. I mean, I was called every, I mean, in fact, it lasted about a week. They, they ran story after story, the fact that I did not come out and can just condemn this guy. And then they ran some stories on some, on some other stuff. It was really crazy. And so I, I kind of understand why these chiefs felt like they had to say something. But what does a leader do? What does leaders, leaders do? You get information. You don't make comments until you have all the information. And that's the trouble here, because this is going to happen again. Are we going to make the same mistake? And if you're questioning this at all, you need to watch the documentary. I, I can't tell you that enough. Okay, 
I mean, you can sit here and get mad that I'm saying this. Go watch the documentary. It will leave you speechless. Unless you have no brain cells, you will come away from the documentary knowing that four innocent cops are in jail right now. And nobody in our profession seems to care. That is scary. And so here's why I bring all this up about these comments. First off, huge mistake. We should never make comments on any information that we don't have all the information. If you have all the information, by, by all means, make comments. But no one had any information but a viral video. That's it. Granted, the most viral video of our lifetime, but that's all the information we had. So this is a huge mistake. Thousands of police leaders made a huge mistake here. So how do we correct that? Because I have concerns. If you are working for a police leader right now that made a statement like this, and now that statement turned out to be completely false based on faulty information, a lie, a conspiracy, people that should be in jail, quite frankly, people that perjure themselves in trial, watch the documentary, and that chief has not repented of that, has not apologized for that, has not said, you know what, I was wrong about that. My friends, you got yourself a problem. You're working for a chief that advocates four innocent cops going to jail for following policy and following training. And you may think that's crazy, but that's not crazy, folks. If they were that outraged about an incident that didn't even happen in their department, and it didn't even affect them. If they would have just been silent or just said, you know, we need more. We, I don't like what I see. This looks terrible. We need more information. No one would have cared, right? This was virtue signaling at the highest level. I need to say how, much, how these guys are committing crimes here without even knowing any information. So it didn't affect your chief, him or her or whoever that was, to do the right thing then. But if it happens inside their department and it does affect them, the heat does come their way. Do you really think they're going to defend you when they couldn't defend something outside their department as far as just being silent or just taking a step back going, I need more information? Do you really think that they're all of a sudden going to just grow a spine and defend you if the similar thing happened in your agency? And don't say that's never going to happen there. A lot of officers used to say that. Do you think these four officers went to work that day and thought to themselves, I'm going to follow policy and training. We, we, they called the ambulance within 36 seconds. And the ambulance did circles around for 12, you know, over 12, 13 minutes for some weird reason, right? And they followed the policy that talks about what you do if you suspect excited delirium. You want to keep them on the ground and keep them from overexerting themselves. They followed everything to a T. Go watch the documentary. I've said that about a dozen times. Do you think they went to work that day thinking to themselves, I'm going to follow policy and training? Do you think when George Floyd died... Later that night, they had concerns. Well, they probably didn't like the fact that it happened, but they knew what? They followed policy and training. And we, we deal with in-custody deaths frequently. I wouldn't, I mean, everyone in law enforcement has dealt with an in-custody death, either personally or you've known somebody that has. Those things happen. We deal with sometimes an unhealthy population. We deal with people that have ingested drugs. We deal with that, right? As long as we follow policy and training, there's an understanding there of what's going on. So no, they didn't expect that. But if you're working for a DA or you're working for a chief or you're working for a sheriff that was so outraged and so publicly made a statement that these cops are committing crimes and should go to jail, that he is, they, they are telling you that they will not defend you if you follow policy and training. And why do I say that? Have they apologized? Have they come out and defended these officers? Has any of the police organizations done that? No, nobody. And folks, they know 
without a doubt that there's innocent cops in jail. There's not a question anymore. There's not a question. It's not a debate. There's not a debate. Okay? So that is concerning. So what do you do about it? Well, I'm still, I'm still considering this and thinking about this because I, I think probably something should probably come from me on a national level, kind of giving people direction. But I know this. I don't know what it's going to be, but I need some assurance if I'm working for somebody that they won't throw me in prison for following their policy. Let me repeat that. You need assurance if you're working for somebody that they will not throw you in prison and advocate for that if you follow their policy and training they've given you. That's what happened in Minneapolis. If you don't like the documentary, go buy the book, They're Lying by Liz Collin. That has all the documentation. You can just keep it forever, but the documentary is much more powerful. It's incredible. People that were diehard Derek Chauvin should get the death penalty have changed their minds. I've talked to them because the documentary is that powerful. It's sick and twisted what's occurred here. But what's sicker than that, folks, is the fact that nobody in our profession seems to care. I know you care if you're listening to this, but leaders and people of, of positions that should be talking and speaking out about this. Why is Megan Kelly and Tucker Carlson speaking out, but the head of the ICP perf and FOP is not speaking out? Explain that to me. You have to explain that to me. What's going on here? And I'm telling you right now, if we don't change our ways, this will happen again, and you are subject to it. So you need some assurance. And maybe it should look something like this. Maybe I'll put something like this out. A piece of paper that you hand your chief or prosecutor that says, if I follow policy and training, will you try to throw me in prison? Well, they're going to, of course, check no. Then you turn it around and you say, should Derek Chauvin be out of prison? <laughs> See what they check on that one. Now, that's kind of, I'm kind of making a joke out of something that's very sad and tragic. But folks, these letters and all these, all these letters that these chiefs wrote, they're still out there. They didn't take them down. They haven't modified them. They haven't apologized. They haven't, they haven't shown the same outrage to the public, none at all, by the way, that four innocent cops were in jail and they were lied to by the leadership in the city of Minneapolis. This is disgusting. By the way, any other leadership folks talking about this? I, I, there's a handful of folks that talk leadership and teach leadership like I do. Where are they? Let me call you out while you're at it. Were you talking about this? Are you writing about this? Or, or what are you doing? Folks, if this isn't leadership, I don't know what is. We cannot let this happen again. And if we do not show the same outrage, if not more, of when we were lied to, now that, we've, we're, now that we know the truth, how, how, what are we doing? You want to you know the problem with recruiting and retention? Bullseye right here. No one, no one is going to work for your department if you advocate for officers to go to prison for following policy and following training. And some of you are going to go, well, I don't advocate that, Travis. If you threw those four officers in the bus, you absolutely do. Well, Travis, I didn't know. Okay, well, you shouldn't have said it in the first place. So let's make it up and let's, let's, let's make a public apology on what you said. That way your officers know. Let me tell you what you ought to do in, in all seriousness. If you have influence at your agency, and all of you do, but let's say you're at a higher rank, you need to make sure your officers know you got their back. You need to verbally tell them you have your back. If you do what we've asked you, you follow policy and you follow training. I don't care what comes your way. We got you. And you also need to publicly say it 
so the community understands that. Okay? If you don't do that and you let this, what happened in Minneapolis, just just memory hole away and we hope everybody forgets about it, the question's always going to be in the back of those officers' minds. So this is troubling to me. It needs to be troubling to you. It needs to be troubling to other leaders. It needs to be troubling to our so-called police organizations. I am amazed at how we're acting like a kid in the sand and putting our head in the sand like this didn't happen. That one of the biggest lies of our generation, you fell for it and you advocated for cops to go to jail for following policy and following training. I know some of you are uneasy about this discussion because you have been brainwashed. You were brainwashed to believe a lie. And you were told that if you didn't believe the lie, you were a racist or a white supremacist or whatever name they can come up with. Well, a lie is still a lie. Call me whatever name you want. A lie is still a lie. We cannot work in a profession that advocates for lies end of story tough one today please watch the documentary if you haven't spread the message it's a leadership documentary it's a it shows that the failure of leadership destroys lives and even kills people there were many people killed in these riots around the world we didn't even talk about what this did to the world i mean can, can you imagine i mean we didn't even talk about that i'll put an article in the uh in the comment section were an article I wrote about all the changes in the world based on this lie. We don't get that back folks, but I wanted to nail down the leaders in this profession that have completely failed when that happened, but they are continuing to fail the day by not coming out and apologizing for what they said, because by not doing that, how are you expected to do your job safely until next time? Be safe, lead on and stay courageous. Thank you for listening to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates. We invite you to join other courageous leaders at travisyates.org.